Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, HPC? Hope you're having an amazing day. So glad you decided to join us for this Families of Faith devotional. Uh, Today we've got a lot of ground to cover. We're looking at Genesis chapter 22, verse starting in verse 10. We're talking about obedience today, and let's dive right in. It says, And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. I told you we've got a lot to carry. We're going in fast. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named that place Yahweh Yireh, which means the Lord will provide. Man, we are talking about obedience, and this is the picture of radical obedience, man. We see Abraham here ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. And if we're going to lead our families in into faith and the things of God, it's going to take obedience. It'll probably never look like this. It'll probably never look this extreme, but there will be moments where God will give us an opportunity to walk in obedience. And this is pictures, it's, it's a bit extreme, but it gets the message across. One theologian said that this scene presents the radical nature of faith. Tremendous demands and incredible blessings. But before we can even get into this picture, we've got to take a look at this promise. Isaac was Abraham's promise from God. Man, God made a promise to Abraham that he would would give him a son in his old age. And through that son, he would give him numerous generations, more numerous than the sand on the seashore. Just like he's given us promises. Promises that he'll complete every good work that he started in our life. Promises that he will do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask, think, or imagine, or or that he will make all things work together for our good. Or maybe, like Abraham, he's given you a more specific promise. Maybe a promise for that spouse you've been praying for, or for that prodigal child to return home, or, or that business that you've always dreamt of, or of a financial breakthrough. And there's nothing better that you could ever receive than a promise from God, because if he has said it, you can take it to the bank. All of his promises are yes and amen. But boy, oh boy, does our God love to make sure that we don't get caught so much up in the promise that we forget about the provider. And this is exactly what God does to Abraham right here. Here we have this great promise that God has given Abraham, but then he decides to put Abraham to the test by asking him to sacrifice his only son. By asking him to take this promise and putting it on the altar. Man, I could never imagine how Abraham felt. You know, it's a two to three day trip to that Mount Moriah where he was to take where he was to take his son's life. I could never imagine the questions that were going through his mind. Yet even though it made no sense, yet even though it didn't look like what the promise, what he thought that promise would look like, even though it made no natural sense, we still see Abraham walk in this supernatural obedience to make sure that his heart was for the provider and not just for the promise. 
See, what God wanted from Abraham wasn't a sacrifice of Isaac, but what he wanted was a spiritual surrender within him, a surrender of Isaac and of God's promise. And, and God will ask the same of us. You know, this is by far no means this extreme or this radical, but I remember in Healing Place College, it was HPSM, Healing Place School of Ministry at that time, when my wife and I were going through. And, you know, I was young, I was single and ready to mingle. You know, I was looking, and, uh, man, she caught my eye. And, man, I began to have feelings for this girl, and there was no one that served like her. There was no one who loved God the way that Allison did. There was nobody that loved God's house like she did. So if you're out there, you're single, and you're looking, man, those are three things that you should be looking for in that person. I knew she was the one, and I felt like God had even confirmed it at times. And, and we started hanging out, and we started having conversations about God and what he was doing in our, in our hearts and in our lives and what we wanted to see God do through us. And, and we started to really fall for each other. And then all of a sudden, man, I felt like God checked me one morning in my spirit. And man, I went to Allison. I kind of started to talk to her about it. And what she had failed to tell me was that she had made a prior commitment to God to stay single for a year and just to invest that year into growing in him. And she never told me that. So in that moment, out of obedience and out of honor to that commitment that she made, we decided to, to go separate ways. We decided to really honestly, we went six months without even talking to each other. And we are in school together. We're in class together and it was not easy it was painful it made no sense whatsoever man I remember seeing guys flirting with her and I was ready to fight man I remember wondering if we would ever end up back together or how this thing was going to work and I was like God this is not a good dating strategy like this is not the way it's supposed to work yet we stayed obedient and I remember in those six months in my own heart and in my own faith and my trust for God I feel like God did more in those six months than I could ever that he'd done in the past two years and the crazy thing was that when we finally came together after those six months, I felt like God did more in that next six months than I could ever do in the next six years. I remember when we first we began to really date and really began to pursue. And I remember when God even dropped it on my heart that, hey, it was time to propose. I literally came home and found diamond rings on a counter. You know, we met with a jeweler and he told me that he would do whatever it took and I could just pay him whenever. That does not happen. I remember uh, Allison's dad, my now father-in-law, he reached out to me and I sat down with him. I never even had to ask, but he just looked at me and said, you have full permission to marry my daughter. And I think that all this blessing, all this came just simply through the six months of obedience that was not easy, that did not make sense, yet we walked it out. You see, God is more concerned about what's going on in the inside of us than he is what's going on around us. See, we serve a God who can create whatever he wants, but he leaves it up to us to create hearts that are obedient inside our own selves. See, although God's covenant and his love for us is unconditional, and it still can have conditional blessings through obedience. And we can always trust in him because of this picture of Abraham and Isaac. See, we have the promise, we have the provider, and we have the picture. See, Abraham went out of radical obedience to sacrifice his son Isaac. Then in the last moment, it says that God provided a way out. God provided a ram. But see, this is simply just a glimpse. This is just simply of a picture of what would happen on this same exact mountain 1,700 years later. See, although Abraham had a way out, God went through with the sacrifice of his only son. You know, this is the same exact mountain that Jesus gave up his life for. And, you know, if you look at this story, it says that Isaac began to cry out, Abba, it meant father. 
And God gave Abraham a way out of this sacrifice. But on this same mountain, whenever Jesus cried out, Abba, to his father and said, let this cup pass me, but let your will be done, not mine. God went through with the sacrifice of his only son for me and you so that we could be accepted into the kingdom so that his promises of obedience can be received by us. And through because of Jesus's obedience that resulted in our death, in his death, our obedience will always result in more life. That's why we can trust him. That's why we can walk in obedience, even when it makes no sense. Even when it looks like, God, I want to go this direction, but his obedience is calling us to go that direction. We can trust him because he gave his only son out of obedience. His, Jesus gave his own life out of obedience. So we can trust that he has good for us. We can trust in his promises. So let's pray this morning. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you are a good God. Lord, that you gave everything for us, even your only son. So, Lord, I pray that out of that, we find a new trust of, in you, Father. We find a new rest, a new, a new faith within us, Lord, that we can trust you in the way that you guide us, in the way that you direct us. Or that it may not make worldly sense, Father, but it makes sense in your kingdom, Lord. So I pray that you begin to just even speak to us today, even in the small things, Lord, ways that we can be obedient, ways that you can lead us and guide us into more of your blessing, into more of this life that you have for us. And Lord, I pray that you give us the strength and the grace to walk in obedience, to lead our lives and lead our homes in obedience. Father, even right now, just in my heart, I feel the, the sense of being obedient to the tithe. Father, I believe that through this series, you're going to call families to be obedient, to bring their to bring their riches to your storehouse and to be obedient in tithing and giving and just to see the fruit that will take place in their life. It makes no sense on a bank account spreadsheet, but it makes sense in your kingdom. So, Lord, we trust you in it today. Lord, give us more opportunities to be obedient to you, Lord, because we trust you. We love you, and we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals, and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.